Hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping episode eight of Pretty Little Liars called Save the Date. Guys, I'm a wife now. Well, when not, in the future, not so fast. In the future, when you're listening to this, in the I'm Rosewood, a wife now. In the Rosewood timeline, Caroline's a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you saying hello reminded me that I wanted to ask to hear mom's audition for the podcast. Oh, okay. And I was thinking maybe our listeners would want to <gasps> hear it too. Oh my God, you're bad. <laughs> mom's going to be so pissed. So no one rat us out. Don't be an arc. Okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty stressed out today because it's the Monday of wedding week and I was like texting my mom that I was super stressed and I had so much to do and she was like, well, do you want me to do the podcast? <laughs> and she was like, I think I could do a good job and she sends me her audition. So I'll play that. She's now. walking the dogs when she sends this. Oh, by she the way. is? Yeah. She, she doesn't sound like she's moving. She came back from, well, maybe she was frozen on the sidewalk. Mm. <laughs> she, okay. She's famously bad at multitasking. True. Here we go. Audition. Hello. And Mr. Wilden. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I and was expecting it. it to be longer. No, that's it. She was like, that's all she needs. She's seen everything she needs <laughs> with this little clip. It's like that Justin Bieber sound. I've seen everything I've needed to see. Sounds. You always do this to me. We're like, I'm, I, I'm doing this to you. I this is something I'm doing to you. <laughs> like, what? I mentioned something everybody knows, and Caroline's like, mm. everybody. Yeah, everybody comment down below. I'm going to do a poll. How many of you guys knew well, that? Well, I wasn't really a believer. No, I me mean, either. You were this kind is of just into Justin Bieber. Whoa. I remember us having a Justin Bieber poster somewhere in our house, and it was not, not mine. No way. I hated Justin Bieber. You hated I was one him? Of those, I was one of those kids. Oh, great. She's still one of those kids, by the way. She feels like she can have opinions about everyone, <laughs> even people she doesn't know. <gasps> Speaking of which, maybe this is like kind of um, controversial oh, for us to wait. talk about, but I oh. feel like we should. It's nothing bad. The Jason Sudeikis stuff that came out today. <gasps> oh, my God. That was Because it has juicy. me like... I'm like, Harry, what the hell? I know. Homewrecker Harry. It is a bad look. And I wonder, well, I already know what's going to happen is he's not going to get as much shit for it as a woman would because he's Harry Styles. And it's like, I know that Harry is like so comfortable in his own skin. I love that. He's like comfortable with the sexuality, whatever. But like at the end of the day, you still get to like present as a man. And that comes with all the privileges of being a man and like you're not getting the backlash of what it's like to just be a woman. And this situation is a perfect example. Like, I do agree that Olivia Wilde is much more in the wrong than he is. Harry should have said, you need to figure, you need to sort out what's going on like with your fiance family. and your kids before we and take this And it's very much on her as well. Like, I mean, it's like, but it, it should be on him too, because yeah. he should have had like respect for the fact that she's not only a wife, but a mother. So and for like, those of you what that is this doing her family? Didn't see did the nanny come out and say all of this? No, I think... Well, I don't know, but the nanny looks like she did comment on it, but I don't know if she, like, you said Do you have the post? Yeah. Basically, wild... Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's in, she's put on her journalist hat, her newsboy hat. I'm in my, my journalist era. Wilde had a relation, an affair <laughs> with Styles. Uh, I'm assuming that this is, like, around the time they were filming Don't Worry Darling, November 2020. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. 
But around then, she started spending more time away from, like, her and Jason's home and eventually moved into... This blew my mind. She moved into a hotel oh. that was $1,650 a night. A night! In LA. And she took... This part, like, actually made my heart hurt. She told her oblivious fiancé... Oh, my God. The move was due to a COVID outbreak on set, but later dumped Sudeikis during a visit to the house they shared on oh, November 8th. Horrible! Early in November. So this was, like, re- happening really rapidly. Wow. Distraught, Sudeikis later uncovered the details of her relationship with Harry Styles by reading messages <laughs> on her Apple Watch... Oh, my God. ...that she had left behind. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Olivia... I know. Use your brain. That's so... I can't believe you. This killed me. Jason banned the nanny from listening to Harry (laughs) Styles' music around the kids. In a furious rant, he said she put the move on the former boy band star during a cast dinner in Palm Springs, California, where she she also kissed him for the first time. She kissed him. I know. The nanny said it was supposed to be a temporary break for COVID, but that turned out to be how she left us. He thought it was a temporary break. I, I know. And then him... The part about him just like crying. Yes, all the she time. said on the Monday morning, November 9th, so this is the day after she said that she was leaving him. He was crying a lot, crying and crying. I didn't know what had happened. After I'd got the kids ready, Jason came down and was having some coffee. He was crying in a mess and said, She left us. She left oh us. Oh my God, it hurts. Like, and like also, I don't know, did you watch Ted Lasso? No. Well, in the first season, spoiler alert. He's going through a divorce, like, the whole time. Oh, I watched the first episode, so I didn't know that. So, like, and it's kind of similar of, like, the wife and the kids were spending time apart from him, Mm -hmm. and he was overseas, and the wife decides that she wants to leave him. And there are just these scenes of, like, Ted. Yeah. Like, getting, like, just drinking and, like, being so sad. And it's, like, a real juxtaposition, obviously, for his character. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, the fact that he was filming that and then, like, that was his life. Yeah. Makes I me know it's die. so sad and like Jason Sudeikis as a person I just like want to give him a hug I you're know. like in love with him though I am I saw a tweet the other day though that was like talking about how I can't remember but it was like they were coming for him in this whole situation really yeah and it was the first time I'd seen a take like that and I just didn't well, n- agree with it but I also feel like as we uncover more information and more details it's gonna be like the spotlight's going to be taken away from him more and put on because like this is very damning for Olivia yeah. Wilde, and she's I already been in hot water. It looks like he did something petty by like serving her the papers at whatever mm-hmm. that was. So I think that that drew a lot of negative attention to him. And he, but I, I just and obviously I don't know these people, but I don't see him. And he came out. I be, I believe that he because he came out and said that. He didn't know what he had been trying to serve her, basically, yeah. and they couldn't get the papers to her, and he didn't know when they were going to do it. Yeah. And he would have never asked him to do it then. And I just, like, feel like I believe him. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like he was probably, like, you know, she's going to be doing this at some point during the day, but I don't know when. And, I mean, look, just do it when you can do it. Do it when you have a second. Yeah, maybe. You know, but it also could have been, and he could have, like, known that was a possibility and mm-hmm. not said explicitly, like, but don't do it then. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't think he, like, instructed them to, but I think that he was, like, okay with the possibility, mm-hmm. you know? I'm so glad we're back in person. I know. The episode y'all heard last week with Lily was in person, and I don't think we even mentioned that we were in person. Mm-mm. But this just, like, feels like classic plp i know it feels better i hate doing it on zoom me too but 
that's we'll, okay. We'll, we'll crank, be home for Christmas yeah. and we can do a ton. We'll like crank we did. a bunch actually, out. Actually, that's going to be like the one year anniversary of us actually recording. We, fun fact, recorded the first few episodes in December. Mm-hmm. And we just, yeah, oh my God. And we just didn't release them until April 14th, my birthday. Aries queen. Our <laughs> podcast is an Aries queen. I think that checks out. Yeah. Probably. I think so too. I think so too. Right. Right. Me and my mom, my mom, mom saying Detective Wilden really brought, I totally forgot about him. You even said that in a And I forgot time about that too. being one of our catchphrases. And like what a miracle Mr. it is. Mr. Wilden. I didn't end up with a tattoo of Mr. Wilden somewhere on my body. I know. It's a miracle. Never say never. That's true. Uh, has anybody responded to our story? And it's actually crazy. What is she it? She said, should I tell my little brother I don't like his fiance or is it too late since they're engaged? And then she said, this is a flex for me. Actually, though, help. What would Phoebe do? <gasps> wow. What would she Phoebe know, maybe do? We have a simil- maybe we have similar attachment styles and she knows that you mm. would just you'd be, do the more abrasive option. I don't know. But I don't think you would say anything. I don't know. Like, okay. It would depend. Let's put it this way. Have you ever had a friend who has a partner that you really don't like? I have. Yeah. And I haven't told my friend that I didn't like who they were with, but I was like not super obsessed. And so she knew that I didn't really like him. Like I just would never be like, oh, I can't wait to hang out with him or like bring him. And I was not like, you know, I was not overly friendly when he was around because I just didn't really like him. And like, that's, you know, changed now. It's fine. But I never had to say anything because she just knew. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I, I used hard. to be like stressed because I was like, if I tell her, I'm going to lose her. But when it's your sibling, it's like. It's even harder. Is well, it I, your duty? I really think about like Hannah Brown. Yeah, and that's true. I really would have loved to be a fly on the wall for like all those oh family conversations because that's crazy. I think for me, it would depend on why I don't like them. Mm-hmm. If I didn't yeah, like. what are your reasons? If I didn't like how they treated my sibling. Mm-hmm. That would I would come at the conversation in that way of be like, be like, just having yeah. a conversation with them about that like, to my sibling like you deserve better, right? You know, the engagement I don't like part how is you. is tough. If you just don't like them, part of me is like, you don't you're not marrying yeah. them because, yeah. So I it's mean, like you have to see them at family. Well, events, and it's like also how like, close are you to your sibling? Yeah, like is your sibling someone that like you could say this to them and they would like actually listen to you and like, you know, want to see your point of view, like would it mean something to them or would they automatically just like shut you down? Or is it the type of thing that if like, you know, you like, can you live with it? Like if it was like your sibling that you spend every day with and you'd have to be around that person all the time, that might like be a different story. But if you can tolerate it, like if you don't have to be with them all the time, then it might just be the kind of thing that, like, you can't. It's I don't hard. know. It's so hard because they're engaged. Yeah. Like, if you're asking what Phoebe would do, realistically, I wouldn't say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is what Phoebe would do. That is what Phoebe would do. Um, I would probably talk to my mom about it. But also, I think you just need to trust Yeah. that, like, your brother is is gonna do the right thing and like if this person is genuinely bad for him and like yes there are legitimate reasons there it's the kind of thing the more you tell him the less he wants to listen to you because it's just like it's just like you know think about when like you were younger and 
your parents don't like the boy you're dating and that makes you like him even more. Like it's, it's that kind of thing. So I think there are just some lessons you just like have to let people find out for themselves and you just have to trust that he will. Now, if the girl is just annoying, then like, yeah, that's another story. And also if you are a more abrasive is not the right word, but yeah, a more you keep saying abrasive a and more then like confr- saying that's like me, a more confronting confrontational person then you could just because that might make you feel better of just saying your piece of like yeah and also like if she's done something to you yeah like if she's directly he should want to know that yeah like that you have every right to say something because it's like that has directly affected you Mm -hmm. so i think there are lots of things to consider it needs to come from a place of care rather than just you you are annoyed which it of course would like you yeah clearly yeah but it's that's, that's tough. tough. That's tough. I it would suck if you guys didn't like Anthony because also it was such a big part of like why I want to marry Anthony was like cuz I it matters so much to me what the people around me think of of these people like because I want to be like perfectly embedded in, into my family and into my friends lives and like that's what happened but if that hadn't happened like if my friends hadn't liked him if my family my sisters hadn't liked him or vice versa I would have been like, these are red flags to me. And I don't know if like right. we would have gotten to this point. So I also wonder when you realized you didn't like the fiance. Like, did you realize it yeah. once they got engaged or yeah, was it something that you knew while they were dating? Yeah. Cause then your brother might be like, well, why didn't you yeah, tell me? You might've missed the boat. <laughs> not, I hate to say I, it. I hate to say we're it. not tearing you down, but you might've missed the boat. Is <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying about that. I, at the end of the day, think you deserve to be happy, but so does your little brother. And if this person really makes him so happy and, like, isn't harmful to the people around you or him or, like, you know, has, like, qualities that are genuinely bad. Like, look, I'm the most easily annoyed person on planet Earth. And as Phoebe said earlier, I'm not very nice. So (laughs) I have low tolerance for annoying people. And if you're annoying you probably will know that I think that about you, but I do think that you might just have to like, it may be, it it may be uncomfortable for a little bit, but I also think it might be a good opportunity to like this. Cause I, there's just, there is a point in time where your siblings lives start to kind of diverge a little bit. No, but they, they, they run parallel to each other. It's just like, it ends up like if you and Anthony move to Charleston, yeah, it's just gonna be, and like for me and Caroline, not to rub it in, that's gonna be hard, but like for you, it might be a more, yeah, r- it might be a relief. We if don't like, know your relationship, your sibling relationship. It yeah. might be a relief. God, if my brother moved away, that would be a relief. No, no, no. What I mean, like, just said? No, no, I don't mean it in that. You know what <laughs> I mean, though, of like, well. I'm not going to see her every weekend. And it's like, I, yeah, it'll again, be m- it's like, how much is this going to impact your life? Mm-hmm. Because if you have to see this person every day, like, if, do you run a business with your brother? Is she going to be a part of your life as much as she's a part of his? Then that is different. Yeah. But if not, then is it like the kind of thing you can deal with at holidays? Mm-hmm. Right. But, but it's very suck. common. I know. I can think of a lot of families that I'm so worried about when you guys like have like, serious partners I'm yeah home. me I'm too stressed out that i'm not gonna like them yeah and i'm probably gonna be hard on them that makes two of I us i haven't really had to like really deal with it yeah way to rub it in no no, no like, but like Here's serious like, yeah, boys TBM has you never it. really did either with me it's not like i brought home millions of boys for you to meet <laughs> <laughs> 
stop it now. I didn't. It's not like I brought home millions of boys. <laughs> really? <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad we're not filming. Um, no, but like serious boyfriends. Yeah, that's you know fair. what I mean. It's I not like I was meet, like meet, I didn't meet the family. Like. I didn't meet Matt. <laughs> no. Fuck you, Matt. No, yeah. I think TikTok. I think my for you page thinks that I have been wronged by a Matt in my life. What well, kind of you have? No, <laughs> right, because my I pain have. is your pain. My pain is your pain. And by proxy, that means you have. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well. I know that I didn't answer your question literally at all. But those are but our it was thoughts. fun for us to talk about. <laughs> so thanks for letting thanks us. Thanks for writing in. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of just like a monthly advice column. I think, yeah. I think Not that I give it. good advice at all, but I like drama. Yeah. <laughs> Me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Party. Yeah. drama. Rock on. Rock all right. Roll. We love you. Okay. They're coming out with the Sky High sequel. <gasps> mm-hmm. I know. That's huge for us. I know. With the original cast? I believe so, yes. <gasps> Which also, guys, if, oh my God, if War and Peace comes back, I can't. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I'm like, oh, actually almost positive it's at the original cast. Hang on, I'll find the tweet. But I mean, you guys know what Sky High means to us. That what an really incredible uh, film. I'm going to watch it tonight while I go to bed. I'm going to make Anthony watch it with me. I'm going to say it's wedding week. And wedding's about compromises. <laughs> Wedding is about compromises. I mean marriage. What if he doesn't even think it's a compromise? Then you know you got the right one. Then I know for sure. I did like break down crying looking at him today. And I just started crying. And I was like, I don't deserve you. I can't believe I get to marry you. Because it's true. Did you see the wedding vows that I sent you today? Or not wedding vows. It was this girl. And she was like, she was talking. And she goes, and now I just like... She's her husband like said all the thank yous. So she was like, You got all the thank yous out of the way. So I'm just gonna take this time to talk about the most important person in my life. And she goes, Unfortunately, Taylor Swift couldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure whatever she's doing somewhere <laughs> is really important. <laughs> um, and I I think that's fitting. Guys, I saw a TikTok a couple weeks ago that someone sent me that was like it was a stitched video. So the first video was someone like reacting to the tweet that said Taylor Swift might be hosting SNL on October 22nd. And then it's stitched with, or no. Okay. The tweet was like, um, like there's been no one announced mm-hmm. to host October 22nd, which is crazy at this point. Yes. Because they already announced Jack Harlow for mm-hmm. like a little bit later. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 Oh yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, but they said he's both. Did you think? Okay. And, um, and she'll definitely do both. Yes. Which she hasn't done in a minute. But she is excited when she's on SNL and her monologue. I know. When, oh, so good. But then it was stitched with this guy, and he goes, "Guys, stop asking. It is not me. I will be at my sister's wedding that night." <laughs> oh wait, I think <laughs> I, I said was, that to you. No, 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 someone else, and I said oh. it to you, and you were like, "What a niche." Oh yeah. TikTok truly so niche. Not only is it about SNL, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift October 22nd and a getting a sister's wedding. A sister's wedding. Yeah, it's not even like I am a sister. <laughs> I am famously a sister. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to at this point I will have already given my speech when you're when this is hitting your ears. Mm-hmm. But I, I need someone to record it. I'm talking about the podcast. You talked it. it up a lot, which makes me stress actually. Maybe no one should record it. What if it what if I just bomb? You might. Listen, that's a risk you're taking. <laughs> and I mean if you bomb, you bomb. <laughs> But It'll don't, the, but don't. The pressure's on because you're gonna be in a room full of performers. Really funny people. Yeah, I know. I'm stressed about it. Performers and comedians. 
yeah, it's like seventy five percent of the room. <laughs> just just, I realize like how lucky you are to have your group of friends because I think that oftentimes at weddings it can be easy. Yeah, you have a group of friends that makes everybody feel included. Yeah, and that's not to say that like I don't mean it in a way of like other people make no, people feel I've excluded. I've been thinking this a lot lately. It's very true. But they just like have fun with their group, like bridal parties and their direct friends. Like, yeah, it's easy for them to just have fun with each other. But you have friends that like bring everyone bring people like to want to have yeah. fun and it's like one big group. Yeah. Which is true. really special. I know. I think about that a lot too. And I, th- I like have when I was like choosing my bridesmaids, well, it wasn't even like choosing because I was like, I felt lucky because I just like automatically knew like, oh, these are the eight people. And and I don't have to worry about anyone having their feelings hurt that they're not asked because there's no one else I would expect to be. But also like all of these girls are like for sure shoe ins like it just you know what i mean it was just easy i think me some and girls lily have were, a really hard time me and with lily it. were on the chopping they block. were the ones that i wasn't sure about yeah but i do think some girls have a really hard time with like choosing who's going to be in their bridal party and i was lucky i didn't have that and i'm lucky that anthony and i have a lot of the same friends so yeah like, and we just have such a big group of friends and like everyone's bring something like so different to the table and everyone really gets along and that is like a big testament to my friends because like, even at the bachelor party, like, there, some of Anthony's friends are more reserved. And, like, they have fun. Like, I love them. But my friends are, like, so out there and, like, so opposite of reserved that it's, like, a stark contrast. So I was, like, I wonder if these people are going to have as much fun. And, like, what you're saying is so true because I just feel like at the end of the trip, they felt like they were part of the group mm-hmm. because they were because that's what my friends do. And it is really special, like. And it's funny because everyone thought we were so mean, but then you say that about us. And I'm like, no, no, no. We are nice as well, fuck. No, 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 You present as nice. <laughs> you present as nice. <laughs> what? No. No, I actually, here's what I think People think I present as not nice. Nobody was, okay. Do you mean as a friend group? Wait, yes. Okay. <laughs> the majority of your Emphatically, friends. Emphatically, yes. <laughs> the majority of your friends. I'm thinking Addy, Gibson, they kind of have a front of like they seem really friendly. Okay, you think that about Addy? Yes. Okay. And then like you and Clyde are <laughs> more like you're like, kind of like behind the scenes pulling the strings of everything. Yes. And like also like I don't think Kelly's a string puller, but Kelly's back there with you of like she also doesn't. She's making sure nice. all those strings get pulled. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. She's like ready to like someone goes down. She's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, she knows how she knows how everything's supposed to go. Yeah, and she'll make sure it goes that way. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's not so much that you guys are like emphatically nice. Mm. <laughs> you are nice people, but you are me also mean. But I also think okay, that's fine. Clyde did get voted most offensive in college, <laughs> like a few years in a row. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah no people always think I'm mean at first, but. Then, then they get to know me, and I'm actually and not. realize that you're you're mean in a strategic way. No, uh, listen. No. Sometimes you have to be mean. Sometimes you have to be mean, and sometimes you have to be mean for other people. <laughs> and like that's a role I'm that happy to is take Caroline's on. Specialty. Clyde and I, first of all, we'll do it for each other, even though we don't need it from each other. But also, <laughs> we would do it for our friends. Like, you don't want you don't want it to happen. I don't no. think you don't want Clyde and I to target you no like that's tandem, a nightmare like tag team like i mean <laughs> nightmarish yeah. and clyde and i we will go at each other's throats we will fight and everyone around us is always like oh my god like is they're they're it? fighting and then like 
we're just like, okay, great. God, we worked that out. Yeah. And then we're fine because we're both so combative, but we're also like, we just want to talk about it now. Like, let's just, let's just be done with this so mm-hmm. that we can be back to being friends. Like, let's both argue if we're going to agree. Great. If we're going to agree to disagree, fine. And then we'll just be friends. But it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. No, it's good. We're setting an example for how to work through conflict with your friends and come out on the other side stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome, actually. <laughs> You could learn a thing or two. Mm. Mm. Yeah, me and my best friend are both uh, avoidant attachment yeah, styles. Yeah, passive as fuck. Which is not good for punk. us. But I'm getting better about it. I just can't imagine. I think I'm just better Sometimes at compartmentalizing I think I am it. avoidant. Sometimes I'm like, I'm avoidant. And I like believe it. <laughs> and then, and I really sometimes do because I'm like, I don't think that I'm the way people see me. But one of my favorite things to do, and this is a good tip for anyone who's having an issue with someone just fucking call them like like you're fighting with someone or you found something out like most recently when I did this I had found something out and I knew that this person was like so far in the wrong that there was like nothing I could do that was gonna make me look bad so I was like I'm gonna call this bitch and she's immediately gonna know why I'm calling her because because if you've done something shitty to someone and then you see their name pop up on your phone and it's a call not a text what are you immediately thinking about? Oh shit. Do they know about this thing I did? Right. Or like, do they know that I've been like a bitch? And so she didn't answer. But if you don't answer, then I think you're a coward and I know you're scared of me. And if you do answer, then I respect you and we'll probably work it out. And like, I've done this a few times and the people that have answered, we have like, by the end of the phone call, we're fine. But it's like, I'm going to call you out for the shitty thing you did. Yeah. Totally. Like you have to do that. I think. I'm sure you do. I'm just not that person. But the calling is good. But oh my God, wait. Okay. A friend was on Vile Files this crazy. last week for like the like texting office hours. Yeah. And it was this guy that she was like going to be, um, like she was potentially going to be set up with this guy. And so she like wrote in to Nick and was like, what should I do? Whatever. And it was like the situation where like she didn't really have any grounds to like claim him as anything but Mm -hmm. they were just you know they exchanged like one or two texts and then she was like I want to like meet up with him like how do I whatever go about that because he didn't answer my last text so I shit you not Kit Keenan was on the episode she goes FaceTime him (laughs) she literally goes cold FaceTime him um are you insane and then Nick's like I love that and like Natalie apparently was in the room and she's like yeah I love that. And they're all like, so maybe I'm we like, should take their advice. Literally, well, Kit's not. But I'm also like, how fucking ballsy is that for you when you are not talking to this guy? Like, you I have would, no relationship at all. I'd be shaking all, with fear. And you literally just, like, fucking but FaceTime. But I want, I want FaceTime that not even call. I know, but I'm like, that is bad bitch energy. And Nick's like, if someone did that, I would be like, damn. Like, that is, they have got but I also major wonder, confidence. I wonder why she chose facetime and not just a call well also that's even like more like that's what i mean badass i would feel yeah but i was like i feel like maybe i'll start fucking facetiming people when i want to like confront them instead of the cold call i'll cold facetime but isn't that an insane suggestion but also if anyone has the balls to do it i say go for it yes they were like thinking about what to do and then kit was like cold facetime and then they uh, they talked about it for a long time and they were like, no, that's what you should do. And if you're not comfortable doing that, do this. But like you should cold FaceTime him. Psychotic. I, I can't even fathom. I barely want to FaceTime Anthony. 
(laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. There's something hot about it, though. I know. It's, like, very, like... Well, you know what, actually? Oh, my God. You know what? I didn't even think about this. Oh, my God. What? The day that Anthony and I... Okay. So, Anthony and I reconnected because I had just gone through a little breakup. Mm -hmm. And I got on Tinder for, like, just validation, really. Like, I wasn't trying to hook up with anyone or see anyone. But Anthony's profile comes up. And, you know, when you know each other, you do, like, the courtesy swipe, whatever. And, like, I had, liked, you know, we had, like, a, some kind of basis of, like, a relationship before. So, it was, like, not, like, a dating relationship. But you know what I mean? So, then he started, like, texting me. So, like, that's how we, like, whatever. So, the day that we matched, he's, like, texting me all day, all day, all day. And he's, like, we should hang out, whatever. He FaceTimes me. And I almost shat myself. I literally, (laughs) I remember I was babysitting and my phone didn't have audio. So it was like the perfect excuse. I was like, oh, my phone doesn't have audio. Like, I'm sorry, I can't FaceTime with you. And then he was like, I can fix that. Come over tonight. I'll fix it. And (laughs) I did. I went over and like the rest is history. And I don't know what compelled me to go, but I was like, this guy wants to see me. And I don't know. I literally, but he cold FaceTimed me. Isn't that nuts? I didn't even realize that. Wow. Wow. And look at us. We're getting married this week. You are? We're getting married this week. Wait, what? I know. You weren't invited. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you famously didn't receive an invite. But I was invited to the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> so I, I will be ruining the night. <laughs> I am so pumped for the food at the rehearsal dinner. The it's menu looks so good. I want everything. Me too. Oh my God. Yeah, so thank God I was invited to that. Because I don't even want to go to the wedding. All right. So should we do the recap? I mean, should you do the recap? Yeah. I'm just going to laugh like that all October. (laughs) Even at the wedding. Even at the wedding. Actually, I'm going to talk like a vampire at the wedding. I'm going to workshop my vampire voice Mm -hmm. and talk like that the whole day. Can I get a taste? Can I get it in my head kind of how I'm going to do it? I want to suck your blood. All right. On that note, we are going to get into (laughs) the recap. Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. So last episode, Emily officially started staying at Hannah's and A is stoked about this. During the Montgomery dinner party where Aria is enjoying her love triangle moment, Barry the cop shows up to say Mike has been arrested for breaking and entering. Byron and Mike get into a screaming match in Rosewood Times Square right outside the police station. And Ella tries to s- calm the waters. I, It's... Anyway. Hannah is worried about Caleb and I don't care. Toby is working in the Hastings backyard and finds an old field hockey stick that's buried under a bunch of brush. And Peter acts really weird about him finding it. Spencer finds him getting ready to burn it, and they have a really big fight, and he ends up burning it, but it's really tense, and we kind of get the idea that maybe Peter killed Allie. Jason tells Arya that he thinks he can find what makes him happy back in Rosewood, and Ezra is so jealous. Arya also has the ick for Ezra right now, so it's really complicated. We then see Tom and Ashley get ready to hook up, which is vile, we also learn that Mike robbed Garrett's apartment and took Jenna's pottery. Arya found the pottery in Mike's room and accused him of stealing from a blind girl. But we find out that 
basically the liars now know that Jenna and Garrett are connected and Garrett can no longer be trusted. Unfortunately, Spencer is in Garrett's cop car as this is happening. And she's trying to figure out if the police know what weapon might have killed Allie. And Garrett's like, does it really matter? We know that Ian killed Allie. And Spencer's like, do we know that? But then she gets a text from Arya saying Garrett can't be trusted. And that is what you missed. So we open right where we picked or left off, not Mm -hmm. picked off. We open right where we left off last episode where Spencer was just in Garrett's car. Um, So now we're with all the girls and uh, Spencer's kind of telling them what happened. And the girls cannot stand each other right now. No, it's insane. <laughs> like every other line is like an eye roller, like a shitty jab, like everything. It's crazy. Hannah especially. Hannah's just like on one. Maybe she's PMSing. <laughs> That's so <laughs> shitty of me to say. No, but like Hannah and, but then Spencer also like. I know. It's just like anything one girl says, the uh, another Literally. girl is like, ah, uh, really? I know. They're all rolling their eyes. And then Hannah says something about, um, because Emily had to go to her her family's house because the people that are the tenants that are living there now keep like tripping the alarm. So she's had to go help. Really what I think has been happening is Mike has been breaking in and setting the alarm off. Oh really? Yeah. That's why they kind of put that together. And Emily was like, well, they probably don't feel safe. And Hannah was like, well, they'll feel safe now because the Montgomery's are going to lock Mike up until he's 18. Aria loses it. (laughs) You did not just say that. (laughs) Aria, I have a laundry list of, abhorrent things, things that, that you, you have, have said, said that i have on Hannah. tape i have them on tape <laughs> literally <laughs> hbo max has yeah, them logged yeah the things that you've said to hannah like about our parents mm, oh and my like God, here's the thing yeah. your brother did break into a bunch of houses yeah. and he was just caught you didn't this was not you Hannah's don't need not to be mad. it up she's like this is my secret mine and jason's <laughs> like that's how <laughs> she's totally looking at everybody's this. like yeah they're like why jason? you keep talking about jason like it's enough so then Garrett's car pulls up and they're all talking about how, um, cause, oh, cause Aria just told everyone that she found Jenna's pottery and that Mike got it and from Garrett's house. <laughs> Spencer says, well, Garrett could have bought that at any blind, blind artist, show. like, yeah, blind artist market or something, which is an insane thing to say. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it, does nobody really think that it's weird that it was found in his house? I know, but also they're like, there's no way. Why would they ever be speaking? Like, See, they are neighbors. Someone who brings yeah, that and up. Jenna Emily? is a pretty girl. Like, it's not outside the realm of possibility that they could just be in a she's relationship. Blind. Just because she's blind. But we also get another really, th- guys, it's this episode. It's we get our iconic, our iconic Hannah Marin line. So the girls get out of the car because they see Garrett get there. And at first, they're like, oh, is Garrett going home? And then we see that he's approaching the Marshall's house. And he just lets himself right in. Lets himself right in, so and we find course, out Toby's at the airport of picking course, his parents up. The girls' <laughs> next next move would be to get out of the car and just go right into their front yard. Into plain sight. But as this happens, they're walking down the street, and Hannah's in heels, obviously. And the camera makes sure to show us, like, Hannah yes. is in these big-ass wedge noise. heels. noise. Yeah. And the girls are all like, Hannah, like, can you please, could you walk any louder? And she goes, guys, Jenna can't hear us. She's blind. Woo! That is really the line. Man. It's the most iconic. And then. I can't hear us. She's blind. <laughs> Spencer goes, you. <laughs> you know, she's like, like, just you know what I mean. No, it's like, what do you mean, though? <laughs> like what do you mean? She like can't hear wrong. you. Why? Because she, she probably could hear, hear you better. She can't that's, see you. That's like. Typically, like, Your think other senses, I think, can, get stronger. Can hear better than. Yeah. And smell better. So funny. 
But so they walk up to the house and they're like looking in the window and Jenna is just, st- well, she's not staring, but she is facing the window with her glasses on and she's got like a hot pink robe on and she takes it off and it's the lingerie. Well, she also takes her glasses off. Like, yes, she does. So it like looks, it like, looks she's like she's looking, looking right at the right girls. At them. And it's the lingerie that the girls saw her buy when she was like, I hope he likes it. And they thought it was for Toby. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was for Garrett because then he comes up behind Jenna and they're like making, making out. out. It's like a little racy. The girls are being total perverts. And they are just yeah, they're pulling Toby. This. I know. Whoa. And it's like then we get this amazing shot from oh inside the house. And it's like pulls out from Garrett and Jenna kissing. And we can just see the girls just standing there watching. Which means Garrett Walk and away. Jenna can see them perfectly it's like you guys got the information you needed leave they're like lit up like if i mean if garrett looked out the window he would or even in his peripheral vision you better hope he kisses with his eyes closed because some people not, don't for sure matt james matt james doesn't he for sure can see you if whatever so um this is a shocking new revelation for the girls that jenna and garrett are doing the nasty now we have a morning marin scene which oh <laughs> It's a really interesting way that we open because mm-hmm. we see Hannah at. Well, at first, we just like get this shot of the kitchen, mm-hmm. and we hear someone like grunting and breathing really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what hey, well, last we saw Ashley exactly, and Tom I was like, what are upstairs, we about to see? Yeah. And then we see Hannah at the fridge, and I'm like, did she just get back from a run? Like, what <laughs> is going on? And then. We pan down to the floor and Emily has set up her yoga mat in the middle of the kitchen. In the kitchen. middle of the kitchen. That is the last place I'm trying to and do yoga. And she's doing crunches. And Hannah's like, give it a rest. <laughs> and I'm like, she's again, so annoyed. They're on edge. And Emily's like, I can't. Like, she's got a big meet today. And it's like, you know, at this point for her, every meet is an opportunity to get this scholarship from Danby, which would make her lie the truth. So she's taking it really seriously. And she's like sitting at the, she gets up and sits at the counter with Hannah and Hannah's like, here, you need to hydrate and gives your orange juice. And I'm like, I can't have, I have to watch my sugar. Like, so she's really like freaking out about all and this. And then Hannah says, well, Emily says, "You, I need to watch my sugar intake. And then Hannah goes, well, you can watch my sugar intake <laughs> as I eat this bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Good for you, Hannah. Good for you. Orange juice and Cocoa Puffs. Ew. Live your best life though, for real. But gross. Live your best life. Um, oh God, I would kill for a bowl of Lucky Charms right now. Mm, not my cereal of choice. I really? love like a cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. Oh, I or, love cereal right now. Like honestly, I honey, never have honey cereal. nut Cheerios and regular Cheerios. My breakfast yeah. for the past like a month and a half has been some Cheerios, a cut up apple, applesauce, Baby Bell. Delicious. Wow. Look forward to it every morning. Except, I Instacarted applesauce the other day Mm -hmm. these two big because i was trying to be like it's a lot of waste to be producing to have like the little cups of applesauce Mm -hmm. this is where my mom goes oh she's an environmentalist (laughs) now and so i bought i've been buying like the big things of it rather than the the little ones and i go to open the second one that i got no mold all around the room oh my god at first i was like well maybe it's just like if i wash it off but then I like smelled the actual uh, applesauce. Did you call? No, because it had been like a couple weeks. Oh, like no, well, well, no, but it was <laughs> in the refrigerator. How weird! Like it wasn't, and it was its expiration date was in January. Was it? Oh, that's weird. I know, but I like um, I almost started crying. Yeah, you know that moment when you like were like so excited for something. Yeah, I had that last night when I ordered a salad from Hello oh. Bistro, and I can't have cheese right now, and they put like a fucking pint of cheddar cheese in the salad, which isn't even like. It wouldn't even be good with the salad if I could eat it. 
but I also can't eat it. So mm-hmm. I literally didn't eat it and I almost started crying. Yeah. It's the worst feeling when that, cause you know that like there's a rational part of you that's like, I know I shouldn't be crying over this, but, but it's, it's just like, like this. And sometimes it's just the straw that breaks the camel's yeah. back, you know? Or it's like when you come home from school and you had a really bad day and you see that your mom's making something you like crock meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, the crock pot or the steamer. Like you're like, oh, fuck. So Emily then like has like a major pang and it looks like the pain has gone from her shoulder down into like her abdomen or like her side. Yeah. And she asks Hannah to give her her bag and she pulls out the pain cream she's been using. And Hannah points out that Emily got the bottle yesterday and it's like almost gone. So she's been using a lot of it. And then Emily says, well, it works. And we know why it works. A. (laughs) A. A poisoned it. A, do you have something to say? (laughs) A, the floor is yours. Yeah. A put whatever (laughs) that (laughs) stuff was in there. So I'm assuming that's why it's working so well. But it's also not going to, I mean, God, oh, watching these things happen to the girls. is just like, I just want to protect them because it's like. They're my girls. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I, that's like exactly what I said when I was watching the scene and Caroline laughed at me. We were watching the scene with all the girls watching Garrett and Jenna making out. And I went, guys. And Caroline looks at me and she goes, did you just, say, did you just call them guys? Oh, oh no. What did you, that's what I said. I said, oh, guys. Yeah. She's talking <laughs> like they could hear guys. <laughs> but no, it was different because I know they can't hear me. I'm just saying they're my girls. But you're like, guys, uh, seriously? And then no one's answering you. You're like, why are you ignoring me? You literally always ignore me. You make me feel left out. It's like I'm the fifth wheel. You know, in a group, in a friend group of five, someone always gets left out. And now that Allie's not here, it's me. <laughs> Back when it was six of us. That's why she watches this show all the time because she's just hanging out with her friends. <laughs> <laughs> her friends are ignore it's her. It's crazy. We do, we do the same thing. Maybe are you targeted too by A? <laughs> or do, are you just the one that got away? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. So then Tom comes oh in. God. I don't even want to talk about it. He's got a little bit of bedhead, and he comes down. It's like that's manageable. <laughs> yeah, you could have fixed, fixed that. You wanted her to know. You wanted everybody you wanted to know that y'all slept together. You fucked. <laughs> um. We all know that he fucks you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hannah's basically like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to lie. Like, I know why you're here. And then Ashley comes down and they like have a little moment where she's like, I thought you were going to sleep in. And he's like, well, you know, the internal alarm clock, some things you just can't turn off. And then she like gives like a little smirk. What? Emily has brought the mail in, which Phoebe made a good point. (laughs) It means that Hannah literally just stepped over the mail on the doorstep (laughs) because Emily said it was still on the stoop when she got home last night. So Emily brought it in and Ash is like, thank you, Emily. And there's a letter from Baltimore for Hannah Mm. and Hannah or Emily's like, who lives in Baltimore? And Hannah goes, my dad. And he like gets Tom gets like the sheepish look because it is his wedding save the day. I'm sorry. He slept with his ex-wife the night before his daughter is in the room. And also how rich that it was addressed to Hannah Marin. Like not that Ashley would be invited, but like kind of a slap in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah it's a little bit bleak. So that's uncomfortable. But then we go to school. Also, wait, save the date six weeks before the wedding. That is not enough time for them to save the date. No. Even in pre-COVID times. Like, that's an invitation. Yeah, that is an invitation. You send invitations out four to six weeks. That's etiquette. And Caroline would know. I would know because I read that etiquette book so many times while wedding planning. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, dad knew. 
he knew it would come in handy at some point and it does have like good things especially as you get older like things you want to really know Mm -hmm. so that's nice um but we go to school hannah and emily are walking into class and hannah sees caleb doing some shady shit shocker doing some shady shit shocker wow that's a good tongue twister shady shit shocker have your have your students do it okay I maybe I will. So she sees Caleb doing whatever. And then out of the corner of her eye, it seems, there's a PI. <laughs> <laughs> that means private investigator. Yeah. Hannah, um I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> no, no. Well, also, I'm sorry, how many feet away are you from this car <laughs> that you can not only see the car, but see that there's someone in there who's shrouded in darkness, I might add. Well, it is connecting back to last episode. When we got that really weird well, True. We were shot. like, why are we learning this? But oh, it still doesn't... Re- oh. Are we joking? Wait, but that was Caleb even in that scene? Yeah. Oh. That was the first time Hannah was like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. But it is like, Caleb, why are we doing this in the middle of the street in front of the high oh, school no, in the morning the car. time? I know. There was a car there at that time, too? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. When it zoomed, that's what we talked about. Okay, I couldn't remember if Caleb was in that scene, though. He was. Okay, I forgot. Literally just forgot. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Excuse me for having a lapse in memory. Memory all alone in the moonlight. That's how Miranda Grahasgrove sings in School of Rock. <laughs> yes. Memory all alone in the moonlight. She does like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, there's a PI. She like, should release that. Caleb. Release it on Spotify. Should release the tapes. Out. Release the tapes. So yeah, um, this PI is just like looking at Caleb's headshot or like, sorry, Tyler Blackburn's headshot. 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 Well, what do we think it is? Has he been arrested? A mugshot. Has he been arrested before? I think he's been in the system. He was working with crazy guys, remember? Oh, right. Well, I just meant like, it's probably Tyler Blackburn's headshot. N- maybe. They probably took a picture of him for it. They have the time and the money. They were just like, they wanted to like recycle resources and they just use his headshot. That's what I thought. They couldn't spring for the 8 by 10 for this one. Yeah, so Hannah goes up to Caleb to tell him like to stop doing this and plain in plain sight. In broad daylight in the middle of the street in front of the school at the start of school. And he's kind of shitty to her and I'm like, you should still be groveling. Yeah. You just got her back and now I think, you know what, give him an inch, takes a mile. That's Caroline's favorite phrase. Oh my God, you love to call out my favorite phrases. You have like seven. Okay. And I also have 27 tattoos in my body of my also my favorite phrases. I have a dare for you. <sighs> what? You have to use like five of them in your vows. Fuck no. Ta-da-ta. I'm not doing vows. Oh, oh. We're not making any vows to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we are writing we're each actually, other. We're just doing a handshake. We're writing each other letters. And then we're doing traditional vows. Oh. Do you take this? Blah, blah, blah. Do you vow to do? I know. This? I know what they are. Thank you. Yeah, I've been I, married here's before. The thing, like I've been married before. <laughs> um, actually, Anthony was on a work call this morning. Like he was talking to a client, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, my wedding's this weekend." Because the guy was like, "Oh, can I call you this weekend?" And Anthony was like, "No, it's my wedding." The guy goes, "Oh, your first wedding or second?" <laughs> Anthony's like, "My first and my last." He's like, "Okay, well, you know what? That's a good mindset. Look, you can get through anything. Cheating, you can get through that." <laughs> like okay thank you for the relationship advice <laughs> like what's a strange fuck? man you take this one my throat hurts <laughs> spencer's getting ready for school and could you make more noise 
<laughs> uh, Spencer's getting ready for school in the morning. <laughs> and we hear... <laughs> we hear a knock on the door. And we're like, oh my god, who is it? And you're never going to guess. You will literally never guess. It's, except you might. <laughs> it's Ren Kingston. Oh, his last name's Kingston? Yes! No way. <laughs> Melissa would have been Melissa Kingston? <gasps> I did not know his last name. That's cr- Oh, maybe we don't know it at this point in the show, but that is... I don't think we do because I would remember Kingston. But yeah, that's his last name. Why is Ren always showing up with big-ass plants? Yeah, this time it's not a geranium. <laughs> this time it's also not Hastings from the Hastings yard. Like, it looks like he maybe purchased this one. But it's also like, why? Because he goes, I was hoping your parents wouldn't be here. He goes, are the parents here? The parents? I thought your throat hurt. It does. Okay, fine. Thank you. <laughs> And he, we find out that he is working at Rosewood Community because when he and Melissa were engaged, he put it as a... <laughs> what? Caroline's showing... <laughs> Caroline's just showing off. Oh, you think this is impressive? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he um, put it as a... <laughs> he put it... <laughs> this is not that funny. <laughs> He yeah, put it as yeah. Ren put it as his first choice when he and Melissa were still engaged for like where he wanted to be placed, and it just processed, I guess. So he's doing six months there. And at first, Spencer was like, "Melissa's not here, so I don't know why you're here." And then we find out that he's here to see her. And Spencer makes that connection. She's like, "You didn't come here to see Melissa, did you?" That it's was like, what Aria if he did. Aria what if she did though? I know that was. She's been hanging around Aria too much. Way too much. Yeah, and um, he like asks her to coffee, and she's like, "Ren, I have a boyfriend." He goes, "Okay, tea then." Okay, well we know Ren doesn't care about infidelity <laughs> or age. Yeah, it's like, also like, why are you pushing this? Spencer saw that maybe she's putting the pieces together that maybe Aria has a love triangle in the works, and Spencer said, "Ooh, absolutely not. I also she need said, to have one." Ooh. I also need to have one. You right now. You, Caroline Connell. What? No, I was saying she said that. Oh, well, the way you... She said, ooh, I need to have one. Oh. <laughs> you, right. went, you said she went, ooh, I need to have one. I was like, she actually went, ooh, <laughs> like that. Mm. Is that it? Oh, wait, this kills me. Spen- Ren asks for coffee in the kitchen and Spencer goes, oh! I really have to get to school. She's like, no. And then he goes, well, I'll drive you. We can pick something up on the way to her high school. Ren, yeah, put I- the pieces together. And where are you driving her? Where are you driving her? Say it out loud. Say it out loud. And what year is she? Ugh. Disgusting. Mike is such a little shit. I can't stand him. No. He gets confronted by someone who I think is like his friend. His friend who's Got his best interest at heart, it seems. Yeah. Because what does he say? He's like, you're, well. it's problematic. <laughs> he says, you're a gangster this week. What's next? A crackhead next week? Yeah. Which I think is a jump. Yeah. And also don't say that. But also he's really just like, Mike, what are you doing? Like, you know, he's trying to be like, stop. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're, you know, you don't need to do this. You should stop. And Mike's not having it. He gets so defensive. He like gets kind of physical. Like Absolutely, he gets him or whatever. And so the guy he, reacts. He to that tries to start a fight naturally, and then it's broken up by parent of the fucking oh year. Montgomery, <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, hey, hey, you, 
Joan, do you have a class to be in? <laughs> and then she dozed off. And then she woke up and she was like, but I'm like, why aren't you disciplining your child? She looks at the other kid more angrily than she looks at Mike. She's like, don't you have a class to get to? It's just and then like she what looks she said at last Mike. episode. She's like, he's not a criminal. And then no, he's by definition Mike a criminal. turns around and she goes, hey, aren't you going to talk to me? <laughs> he just looked at me dead in my eyes and goes, hey. <laughs> With like the <laughs> meanest look on her face. She was fully acting. And yes. I felt that. Good. More so like than I we was did. Mike. More yeah, so than <laughs> way more than Man, Mike did. Should I have been cast? You sh- Oh my as god. I wish you were playing Mike. As a Aria's <laughs> no. little brother. No, as a 12 year old, I, w- I would have been cast as Ella Montgomery. That's who I was just being. Oh, I thought you meant Mike. Oh, whoops. Never mind. I just uh, I never thought that. <laughs> um, um, she's like, hey. Aren't we going to talk? And he's like, like later. I'm sorry. That was never an option he for like, me. He <laughs>, laughs at her and goes, <laughs> later. Even now as a 27-year-old, almost married woman, if mom's like, can we talk about that? And I said, later, she'd take something away from me. It's <laughs> like, I don't know what. But it's something. not even like he says, like, the way you just said it makes it sound like he's like, later, we'll talk about it. He, he says, later, like, goodbye. Oh, I thought he meant later. Oh, we'll no. talk later. No, I think he did. Absolutely not. I am absolutely sure he said later. No. He yeah. said later. Because he, he said laughed. later. I no. think it was an ambiguous later. That's I'm there. about to rewind. Don't rewind because we don't have the time for that. Because Caroline's afraid she's going to be wrong. No, I know I'm right, but. We're pulling it for the reference photos. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. That's fine. Pinky promise. You know, this is reminiscent of a conversation I had with Anthony last night in bed. <laughs> Um, huh. I was saying, not my gumdrop buttons. And then I was like, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. She's married to the Muffin Man. This is from Shrek, okay. just in case everybody didn't know. So I was doing all that. And then uh-huh. Anthony was like, she's married to the Muffin Man. And I was like, she's married. And we were like, which one is it? And so then we looked up the Gingy scene and it was somewhere in the middle, I think. He thinks mm. he was right. I think I was right. So we agreed to be somewhere in the middle. Or that's what I agreed on. Because I love a compromise. Oh, and everyone famously. knows that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is like the same thing as that. Why yeah, are you in my head? I'm <laughs> Get out of my head, sister. <laughs> sister! I watched that with someone the other day who had never seen it. Focus, focus. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a like. What a movie you have memory. never seen. Yeah, but how nice that like you got to share that with someone. I know. How fun is it to experience like someone watching something that you love that they've never seen i would How love i feel about twilight with Phoebe. if anybody's listening and has never seen the following movies let me know because i'd love to watch them with you okay parent trap mm-hmm. monsters inc monsters university mm-hmm. la la land incredible little women incredibles preferably little women if you have sisters lady bird the oh, Prada, oh 10 things i hate about God. you of yeah throw those on there yeah he's just not that into you on my faves mm, 13 going on 30 oh classic uh maid of honor is a new fave bride wars 27 dresses oh, bride 27 wars. dresses is iconic i also realized because i just started watching one tree hill and i've mm-hmm. like watched the first couple episodes a bunch of times mm-hmm. Same with what Gossip a girl, girl wants amanda bein so i'm finally gonna watch it i decided wait what are you gonna watch one tree hill oh okay and i realized that the kate hudson's husband in bride wars is in uh-huh. one tree hill but i was like where do i know this guy from and I Googled it, and he hasn't been in that much stuff, but he was hmm. in that. I forgot that Chris Pratt plays I, Anne Hathaway's I husband in Bride Wars. I always forget. 
I and love Bride Wars. I think we might watch it on Friday night. Okay, so um, that's really it with Ella and Mike. Then we have Spencer in the hall, and she sees Garrett. Spencer has no chill. She can't fake anything for one second because no. she goes to Garrett. She's like, why are you here? <laughs> it's like she's acting like she just watched him murder someone. Like he could why be are you there here? for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Also, this isn't the first time that you've seen a police officer in the school. No, actually, you should be really pretty used to it yeah. by now. <laughs> um, so he's actually going to be teaching the driver's ed class now. And he goes... Hoping I can scare some kids into looking at the road instead of their phones. <laughs> He's Funny, like, right? He looks at the camera and goes, texting and driving. Is <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and not quite as effective as the Quinn for break car crash scene. but <laughs> Nothing could be. Absolutely nothing could be. That is a j- <laughs> jarring <laughs> scene. Anyway, didn't I post that in a reference? I think so. <laughs> I was reminded of the episode of The Office where Mindy Kaling's character has everybody in The Office watch an episode of Glee. Oh my god, I don't remember this episode. Everybody's just like, who is that? She goes, that's Finn. (laughs) I love Mindy Kaling. Her books are so good. If you need like a good read. I want to watch. But she is so fun. I can't wait for Sex Lives with College Have you watched the Mindy Project? I think I watched some of it with you. It's where she is like really into that hot doctor. Danny Castellano. Yeah, Yeah, I love him. He's in Maid of Honor. Oh, whoa. I love Who is the love interest in Maid of Honor? Patrick Dempsey and okay so it's Patrick Dempsey and if I have any Grey's Anatomy watchers out there it's McDreamy Mm -hmm. which is Patrick Dempsey and then Dr. Owen Hunt who ends up marrying Christina Yang the redhead I don't know his real name they're both in Maid of Honor and they're like dueling over um an actress I can't remember her name but it's funny because they're then both in Grey's Anatomy I always knew Patrick Dempsey from Enchanted but I didn't know as a kid like to he me, is he was just—he was just an actor, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, he's so cute." I no. also think I felt that way about Adina Menzel at the time because I was pretty young when Enchanted yeah. came out. But now seeing the star power of the, and oh like I God. knew Amy now Adams knowing from that, like that like, movie because they were like big stars at that time mm-hmm. too. It's not like now they're big stars, and it's like oh, like I feel like Freaks and Geeks is a great example of a show that it was like yes, they weren't big stacked. stars, and now all of them are huge. And, and the that show only had one season, and it's so good. I love Freaks and Geeks, except the kids are so mean. Like Speaking of Freaks and Geeks, so be careful. Dead to me. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Caroline's getting married on Saturday. <laughs> 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 it's going to um, look just like that. That was a missed opportunity. Um, but Dead to Me, I also think, comes out next month. Yeah, it does. I can't so. wait. Can't wait. But yeah, so I feel like Freaks and Geeks is an example of like they all made it, but they weren't big at the time. Enchanted, they were already big. It's mm-hmm. not like now we're like, oh, my God. But like kids didn't cool. know how good they had it. No, watching no. that film no one did um anyway then garrett is like spencer we never finished our conversation like you ran off and he's kind of digging he's like spencer you seemed really now. sure that you, someone yeah. else killed allison and she's like i just get like that sometimes sorry which, which is, is true, true. <laughs> <laughs> james tell me freaking kombucha spencer's just not having it and so she like dips out but we can see that garrett is like what is she thinking what's going there? on inside that what's head going on in there we yeah sounds like a case for detective, detective wielding so then we go to <laughs> aria and she's back at hollis in pottery class but this time it's just her and um, the music playing 
the way she's hunched over she's gonna have horrible posture when she's old she's painting she's this like it looks like a fruit bowl it's like yeah. that kind of she's i think like she's painting an intricate design she's in the center of this bowl all one color she's just painting it mm-hmm. <laughs> like the hard part's done ezra comes in and he goes you didn't tell me you were gonna she he actually says i saw you run past my building <laughs> I think he's a classroom, which is even worse. <laughs> like she ran, she was like, oh, she's like walking perfectly normal, gets like just within eyesight of his classroom, runs top <laughs> speed, and then walks again. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's like talking to her. He's basically like he tries to do like the ghost thing, like the oh, movie yeah. Ghost, where they like do the pottery scene. But I don't. He was like, I'm. I was hoping you'd be at the pottery wheel. But I'm getting the feeling that they didn't get the rights to, to mention Patrick Swayze or Ghost. Maybe that's why every movie they talk about is old. Because then, like, they have the rights. If things are past a certain Maybe. number of years, like the estate, you just have the rights. Don't that's do like that to Aria, like Shakespeare, though. She's just it, deep. Like, anytime. She's just deep. That's true. That's true. Um, so then he's like, hey, why didn't you tell me about your brother? And she's just like, well... You know, it's just been going on, and like he broke into Jason's house. This is, isn't the first time, and and so Ezra's like, "Oh, okay, so that's why you and Jason were talking." And he kind of lets Arya know that like he noticed, and he might have been like a little bit jealous. He finally does end up asking, like, "Do I need to be jealous?" Because Arya again has the ick for him. This whole scene. If I'm Ezra, I'm like, my relationship is on the rocks. Wait, there was one moment specifically where I was like, I "Arya, wait, yeah, I can't remember. I don't know either, but." He, like, asks her to come over, and she shockingly says okay. And she's like, I'll call you. But she does say okay, which I didn't see coming for her. And then he, like, goes to leave, and that's when he asks if he needs to be jealous. She's like, what? No, she's of like, course finally not. finally you asked. I know. She's like, it, yeah, Phoebe goes, it worked. <laughs> like, literally, she turns around. She's so pleased with herself. She's like, hmm. well, also notably during the scene, Ezra just picks up a random pot. Well, like, he thinks it's a random pot. Oh, yeah. And he goes, did you make this? Ezra. Yeah. There are hundreds of pots in this room. She says Jenna made it. Well, yes. But what I was just laughing because like, why would that be Arya specifically? Yeah. He picks the best looking pot up and goes, is this yours? I know. Yeah. Is this yours too? (laughs) Like everything here is hers. And then when he finds out it's Jenna, he's like, hey, did you guys like work things out? And Arya's like, no, she left the class. And she's like kind of mad about it. She's like, no. Mm -hmm. We did. But again, (laughs) his obsession with Jenna, he's like, this is pretty good. (laughs) It's like, okay, we get it. She's the one you couldn't get. You're in love with artsy minors. Yeah, exactly. Not art minors. Artsy minors. There's a difference. There's a difference. Um, Yeah. So, okay. Then, guys, have any of you guys had an ulcer? A stress ulcer, specifically? Because I'm sure they're painful, but... Shay Mitchell is putting her life into this performance here. She is acting. She's at her locker, just like hanging out. And then we see Wayne. Wayne Fields. What? <laughs> really shocking. Um, Emily is shocked, shocked too. Emily's actually like, though, she's too stressed to be excited. Like normally this would make her so happy. She can't even get there. So... He approaches her and it turns out he was like doing something in Delaware and all the fights got canceled. So he came to watch the meet. He's like, and I heard the Danby scout is going to be here and I can't wait to meet him. And like this, I think just like sets Emily's stress to like a whole new level. And he walks away and she just collapses to the ground. I'm like, it's screaming. And, screaming. 
And Garrett in agony. sees it and is like, Emily, also, Emily. I'm like, I'm sure your father could still hear you. <laughs> like, he just like, walked oh, away. Must be someone else. And no one's there. Like, I, and no it, one's and like, it, hey, Wayne. <laughs> he's probably like around the corner. He probably wouldn't recognize like There's your one screams. Also, that's true. It's true. Where else could he be? Well, we know that people famously in Rosewood can come and go as they please. Yes. Uh, Via the supernatural elements. (laughs) So she ends up going to the hospital and she finds out that it's an ulcer and um, she's not going to be able to swim, which only makes her more stressed. And it seems like for a second she's going to get like a reprieve because her dad's like, just don't worry about the Danby scholarship. And it seems like, okay, this Mm -hmm. might be great. Like she might be able to breathe. And he goes, they're not going to take away the scholarship, like, because you're sick, which Eek. puts her right back where she was. So that definitely sucks. Hannah and Spencer go visit Emily at the hospital. Um, Hannah, Hannah makes like, it about herself. Yeah. And it says, what? I'm getting PTSD. I was here for a whole week. Yeah. But uh, Caleb calls Hannah and Hannah, like, screens his call. And Spencer is like, what's going on? And I want to say, why do you want to know Spencer? You leave your nose out of it. What's going on with you and Caleb? Trouble in paradise? Who wants to know? Spencer. <laughs> Who wants to fucking know? Yeah, seriously. Hannah, don't tell her. <laughs> Hannah, can- Hannah, don't tell her anything. <laughs> Hannah, she's not your friend. Hannah, she's not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, I've seen the future. Hannah, I know something you don't. Hannah, listen to me. You must listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> me going back to don't Rosewood 2010. <laughs> Literally. I know Spencer that Hastings is a fugly slut. <laughs> Do not trust her is what Cow. I would say. Oh, fuck. No. No, I just mean that, like, can we talk about how the musical oh, changed well, like, the changes word slut but things. added the D word? <laughs> That's true. That was a bold choice on their part. I like train pack as a Grosky biatch. <laughs> I like that one. I mean, like. Miss Snorberry's a drug <laughs> pusher. Yeah. Janice is a. Regina is a fugly cow. Regina is a fugly cow. And you can quote me. I love that. And she, I know. Oh, when it gets into like the vamp there. Oh my goodness. Oh, wait. Ah. Wait. Did you, uh, Renee Rapp posted like around Mean Girls Day and was oh, like, I saw. this is when I get all the TikTok sent to me. Or like, They're I watch like, all the complications. And <laughs> the comments are like, I al- I've always said Renee was flat. I've <laughs> always said it. She so goes, funny. okay. Yeah. You try to do the show eight times a week and never be flat. <laughs> <laughs> she is so funny. I she know, just says her. no. She does not care. No, she does not, not care. at all. Finally, the scene we've all been waiting for, Ashley and Tom at home. And Ashley pretty much says, leave. You know what? It's time for you to pack your things and get out right now. That's what she said. You're singing so much. Okay, I'm done today. then. I'm done then. I just can't help it. Awesome. My life's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she tells him to leave. Which and is I didn't why it's really interesting that you, you actually turned down the offer to sing down the aisle. Well, I don't perform for free. <laughs> so really, that's why. Um, but Ashley has a great line. She goes, I need a man who knows what he wants. And that was never you. Um, I didn't realize he had a key, but he puts his key down. and he Carolyn doesn't listen. That's what that was code for. Okay. Great. Phoebe's always like, I have no idea what happened in this scene. Could you just... <laughs> Phoebe, like, always. eight out of the ten scenes in every episode. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jig is up. Phoebe, just expose your ass. So Emily's in the hospital. The girls have come to visit her and Aria hands her a coffee, which you can't have if you have a stress ulcer. And Spencer's like, she can't have that. And Hannah goes, yeah, she's a hole in her stomach. (laughs) (laughs) 
And um, basically, Emily tells the girls she's going to tell the truth. She like has to set herself free. And the truth will set you free, Emily. But and I still wouldn't who's do listening. it. I still wouldn't do it. Phoebe is a fucking liar and a half. <laughs> she doesn't have it in her to tell the truth. <laughs> is what she's saying. No, no, no. No, I mean, she's in deep. Yeah, she's in that's deep. What I And mean. honestly, this could get her out of it. I'm like, just let this work for you. Be like, yeah. I'm giving up swimming. Look what it's done to me. Like, maybe Seriously? I need to take up yoga instead. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Um, And maybe A is giving her another out. Because then we move to Ren and Spencer in the elevator. It's just so uncomfortable. Well, Ren, like, catches Spencer. Yeah. And she's sp- looking for the morgue. <laughs> of course. Spencer, go home and, like, go to bed. <laughs> Spencer... Go like make a Facebook page. <laughs> I don't know. Go do something normal. Why are you looking for the fucking morgue? You're 16. <laughs> the door opens to like this floor in the hospital, and Spencer. It looks like she's like about to walk into like you know when characters like die and you see them like walk into the next life. Yes, like yes. that's what it's giving that she's gonna go through some portal in this moment, and then Ren goes, "Where are you going?" <laughs> Yeah. She goes, what's, she really what's on that floor? She's just like, as if she's floating. <laughs> and the floor also is the scariest floor yeah. you've ever seen. And at first, like like, this house. has to be like just the basement and maybe the morgue. And then Ren says, pathology, like all these other things that people would have to go mm-hmm. go on that floor for. Yeah. And it's like, they do need you to want them it. to die? They need to update it. They just do. Then Spencer or Ren's like, you you know, Emily's on the third floor, whatever. Spencer Ren goes desperately to tries to make it seem yeah. like she's interested in emily yeah and whether but she's at okay. the end of the day she's not she's just interested in what this can get her yeah this visit to the hospital so ren then goes to see emily and he breaks the news to emily that in her blood work they found significant amounts of hgh and emily goes human growth hormone I i've would never, never taken that and um ren's like the tests don't lie and i ran them twice he's like you're a fucking druggie this is basically yeah. what he's asked to her. Is this some roid rage? Um, literally. I mean, that is all those crunches. Emily's like, <gasps> but I mean, I don't know. Shay Mitchell does some great acting. Her eyes are like brimming with tears but the whole time. But she does look green. She does look green. The lighting is not working. And like, her, it's her foundation too because the rest of her body doesn't look green, but her face does. Um, maybe she played Alphaba in a community theater production of Wicked the night before and she couldn't get all the makeup off. We maybe know that's why that she's the ulcer. They have a long running. It's just been a lot. Everybody yeah. in the community has to play Alphaba I mean, at look, some point. I mean, you can't sing Defying Gravity without a little bit of stress. You just can't. It's a yeah. hard song. And Ellen knows all about that. She does. Ellen knows. Ellen knows. Um, yeah, so Emily's like, you cannot tell my parents. I'll take the test again. But, like, you can't tell them. I'll lose everything. See, Emily, what is taking the test again going to do? I'm like, but let this... Like, like, like let it be. Go ahead. Lose everything. Like, go ahead. That would be easier for you at this point. Because you're not going to get the scholarship you said you were getting. Jenna and Garrett speak to each other. Like, the, like it is like a musical villain. Do you think they've ever, like, told a joke? Do you think they've ever laughed together? No. I it's think they just. like, intense <laughs> drama and passion. Or they're just, like, fucking. Mm. Like, that is it. Passion. Yeah, and they talk to each other, and Jenna's like, "Why would? Why do you think that they know?" And Garrett's like, "Look, I told you." Blah 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 blah. blah. Well, it's like, I mean, they're seriously questioning whether or not Ian killed Allison. Yeah, and so they think you did it, which I think is yeah. a jump. I don't think anybody has even said Jenna's name. No, but Jenna maybe goes, he's well, trying do they to know about Jenna. Jason. Maybe he's, they're trying to 
maybe he's trying to freak Jenna out. I don't know. I think he's freaked out. And so, you know, now he's like speaking in a way that he's freaked out. And so now she's freaked out. She's also younger than him. So she's going to get freaked out easier. Like, yeah. But Jenna goes, do they know about Jason? And Garrett's like, I don't think so. And Jenna says, we have got to stop this. So I don't know what's going on with Jason, but I have a feeling Arya is going to be the first one to find out. And if she's not, she's going to say she was. Yeah. As my guess. Like, oh, wait, I knew something was going on with him. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we have Caleb and it looks like he sees the guy. Yeah. But I don't know if he does. The guy is like parked. He's parked his car in like an alley. And then he gets out. Gets out, goes behind the car. I don't know what's He's going on. He's parked in a crosswalk. Yeah. Or as I learned that the British call it the other day because Harry Styles said it in one of his concerts, they call it a zebra crossing. No fucking way. A zebra crossing, like zebra, but with a British accent. Mm-hmm. Zebra. Wild to me that they say zebra as like, it's like if I said debra. You well, know, they, Debra, also say, zebra, they also say zebra, debra. Aluminium. <laughs> I know. I love aluminium. They say words like that a lot. But zebra. Zebra. It's different. Zebra crossing. Zebra. But he said it in a way where he was like, I was, because he was talking about meeting a fan and uh-huh. he was like, I was on the zebra crossing. I, or crosswalk and he like oh looked my at god everybody. and we're like no 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 like, ah, it's like crossing. you say the weird thing yeah wait if you guys say zebra crossing please let us know <laughs> please stop listening to the podcast no uh, <laughs> no please tell us though I'm oh yeah or like tell us why yeah tell us why you say that <laughs> but i i mean it is kind of more fun um but so before caleb can even think twice about this man hannah Marin zooms up in a full disguise <laughs> she is like a <laughs> scarf wrapped around her head covering her hair and then she's got like <laughs> like 50s style like cat eye sunglasses imagine, she's like get out of the car imagine don't ask her, questions imagine her getting and like the thing is hannah takes it's herself so, so easy seriously to imagine. i know but it's is so it, she's like all right here's my scarf wraps it around yeah. sunglasses looks both ways when she gets out of her house yeah and the best is that, like, she doesn't take it off for a long ass time. Yeah, because then we go to the Spencer's cabin like, they're in they're not woods. looking for you, Hannah. They're Literally. looking for Caleb. <laughs> and she did not bring Caleb no, in disguise. No, no. And they drive past the man in his car, and he's, like, he, he doesn't, comes running he out doesn't of the get alley. into the car to, no. like. Well, I don't think he, he necessarily knows that he got in the car. He just knows Caleb's gone. He's, like, looking right. for him. And then we go to Spencer's cabin in the woods, which I'm like, Hannah, bold. Is it the cabin? Yeah. Why does it look like that, though? It looked like that last time we were there. Really? With all the things covered? Because no one's staying there right now. Oh. It just dust. looks, like, really scary. The he scenes don't like and dust. And it's decorated really, like... Well, there's a lot of dust, it seems. And it's decorated really, like, old-timey. Like a haunted house. Well, it probably is. I thought they went, like, far away. No, they say it's Spencer's cabin. I know, but I thought it was, like, another... No. ...cabin I have... Well, Hannah's Hannah still just, in the disguise. Hannah just lets herself in. It's still mm. in the disguise. Of course. Um, and she basically tells Caleb, like, there's someone following you, and I don't want you to run away. And he promises he won't. And then I think they have sex. So yeah, me too. That's that. Kay, but Caleb does have to manually take off the disguise. Yeah, because she Hannah will not give it up. She would have sex in the disguise. It's so funny. She was like, wait, no, no, no. Leave it on. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Leave it on. It's like role playing. <laughs> um, then we have, like, a really quick scene where... Aria's on the scariest floor in the hospital and like Spencer's <laughs> like Aria come in here Spencer how did you get in that room <laughs> Spencer's like in a room and she's already changed into a candy striper's costume and also 
uh, what are the candy stripers again? They're not nurses, right? No, they're like volunteers in the hospital. Okay. And they like, I think they bring food and stuff okay. to the rooms. So she has a costume for Aria too. And they're going to get changed. Spencer has guts. I will give her that. And she's like, Aria, as if Aria's late. Yeah, this, Aria's like, like, like I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know which room to find you in, considering <laughs> you shouldn't be in any of them. <laughs> I didn't know we were actually going to But Aria seems play very today. comfortable. Always. She's just strolling around. I'm like, no, no, no. If I'm entering this hallway, I'm like, something sinister happens here. It something sinister happening. happens in this hall. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It is happening. And then we get the kind of a different tune with Mike for a second, for one second. Yeah. Well, we get a, we see Mike. He's this whole entire time. Some of these scenes are having happening. There's a song playing that I actually think is like a song. I think every song that plays no, is a song. Know, but it's like a song that people knew. I don't think so, but okay. Anyway, it's not a song that you would picture Mike, who just got into a fight at Mm-mm. school, to be it's listening to. It's a little bit to. of like a moody body and a moody teen. Maybe. But like, I'm picturing heavy metal vibes. Mm-hmm. And so it does that thing where the song is playing in the show, and then we pan to someone wearing headphones, and they change the sound. So it's, it's like, a, oh, they're listening oh, to this in their headphones. headphones. Mm-hmm. And but it's not believable that he would be right. listening to it. And he's typing. And here's my, my quarrel. No, my query, okay. <laughs> my query is, is he writing a manifesto? Well, I think he's working on homework actually, but it's like interesting because it doesn't seem like something he would do. Yeah. Like I'm Which glad is you're, why I you're think robbing people's houses, but you're not going to let your grade slip. Okay. That would have been an easier way for you to get your parents' attention. So true. So Ella walks in and she's like, you better be working on homework. And he says he is. So I guess we're just going to believe him. But... She's like, are we going to talk about what happened today with your friend Chaz? Didn't know his name was Chaz. This changes absolutely <laughs> everything. Hate him now. <laughs> he's totally guilty. Mike goes, he's not my friend. <laughs> okay. It's like goes, he used to be before goes, you became. Since when? Yeah. I think he still thinks you guys are friends. Yeah. I think he's like looking out for you. It's like what friends do. Um, and I was like, well, we're going to talk about this. And Mike again is like, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. And finally, Ella decides to be a fucking parent. And yeah. Mike says, like, I don't want to or I don't want to talk about it. And she goes, and I said, we have to. I'm like, OK, where was this when he was literally arrested? Yeah. Where was this when Barry showed up on yeah. your front door? At your front door? Yeah. Ella, where Riddle was this? Out. She's just basically talking to Mike about, like, what's going on. And um, Mike kind of gets really upset and he's like and once again we're on your schedule and it's like okay the truth comes out you're mad at your mom that's why you're doing this i don't know why ella didn't know that till now i also don't know (laughs) why why robbing houses was the the go-to yeah i guess when you're crying out for help everything looks like a cry (laughs) (laughs) i guess when you're looking for some help everything looks like a cry (laughs) or something so emily um is i guess just waking up from a nap and like someone at the hospital is coming to take away her tray of food but she hasn't eaten yet she screams at him she doesn't she's like hey can you leave that i haven't (laughs) eaten yet (laughs) so the guy leaves it she like takes the lid off of her drink her coffee i guess and it says there's an a message on it and it says hey em want some cream for your coffee and then emily somehow knows to lift up the lid off of the plate of food which i'm like is that where the cream for your coffee would be why is that what you do next but thank goodness she does because she finds the pain crane that she's been using. And so she's now put the pieces together that A has put the HGH into her pain cream. And like literally, like that's insane. I mean, it's it's getting to such an, a scary point. Again, she, I, again, 
A did hit Hannah with her car like pretty early on. <laughs> but, but it does always this seem like, feels like more. Yeah, I don't know. So she's terrified. She like pushes the tray away. She's horrified. And I'm also wondering why no one is there with her. It's like the middle of the night. Yeah. And Ren actually said that earlier. He goes, are you here alone? Yeah. And also like your dad's in town. He lives in Texas. And where, where else would he be? Where else does he have to be? Frankly, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Um, Wayne and Ashley Marin at it. Yeah, for real. So God. So the girls come in and Emily's like, I can't believe this. She's ruining my life. I can never swim again. And Spencer's like, um, medical records are private. And Emily's like, not from your parents. But Aria goes, or Aria's like, this is awful or whatever. And Hannah, Spencer goes, Emily, Hannah was hit by a car. <laughs> As if, like, it could be so much worse. And Aria was like, Spencer, that doesn't really make her feel better. I was like, since, okay, role reversal whoa, of the century whoa. here. And um, also, medical records are personal and private, except for when Spencer Hastings wants to look at them. It, completely. Unless a Hastings wants to get their hands on them, then, or anyone who's friends with the Hastings, you can do whatever you want. Because Spencer and Aria venture down into the depths of the hospital, and they're the literally in the morgue. Literally in the morgue. I there are dead bodies, cadavers, if you will, on the tables. Which means that there's someone like working in there because they have to refrigerate those bodies. Yeah, and there's an open thing of Oreos on the on the desk. It's also like, excuse me, why is Allie's file so there and like so readily accessible? Well, they she says Spencer says they have all the files from back to 2007 so they're going through the files and spencer finds allison's they're in no rush i might add in fact never. they stay in the work they're never to read the rush. whole file like, like i actually it's a great temperature in here like, yeah really i guess comfy. they're they're comfortable in their little like slutty nurse costumes is what i'm gonna call those so they're reading the autopsy and they see that like yes Allie was hit in the head and the head trauma was so much that it actually like crushed in her skull and they know that she was hit from behind, so she might have been running away. And we know the shape of it now. Mm-hmm. It matches what the, the description would be for a field hockey yeah, stick. Yeah, they said it was a curved, blunt object, so that sounds like a field hockey stick. So I think Aria probably immediately thinks Peter Hastings. Which, which is, is what, what I'm thinking. We're also thinking Spencer immediately thinks <laughs> Jason's Jason looking DeLorentis. so bad. That's what Spencer says. Jason's looking so bad, and Aria doesn't want to hear this. Of course not. But they also find something else out that like shakes Spencer to her core. Phoebe has ruined this from the get-go. She has said from the beginning that we've known this and I have told her that we did not. I really we find thought out we did. for the first time that Allison was buried alive because for Spencer some reason, reads I have a memory of Wilden saying that like in that scene that Marin scene where they after they find maybe it's just cuz they say she was buried. Yeah. I mean, she's a dead body so most are buried. But yeah, so there was dirt in her lungs. So that's how they know she was buried alive. And so then they take the entire autopsy down to Emily's room. Yeah. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. <laughs> and also, if you Emily are going to leave. This? Yeah. She's Spencer, as appalled as we are. Spencer goes, we're going to put it we're back. We're going to give it back. Spencer, if you guys were going to leave with it anyway, why didn't you leave to read it? Go back in the room where you changed. Go to the fucking bathroom. Go home. Literally go home. Take it home. Do something. Anything else. Anything else. Um, and so they basically are just explaining the whole situation to Emily. And again, they're like, oh, Jason's looking really bad. Yeah. And I just don't think that's where my mind's going. No, After my mind I is saw going, the way that yeah. Peter acted. Maybe Spencer hasn't it. been like as upfront with the girls Maybe. as we think. I probably wouldn't be. 
Yeah, I don't know. But they really do want us to think something is Jason because we had that Jenna Garrett scene where they're like, do they know about Jason? Right. So, um, but Emily's dad does see Emily and he basically like lets her off the hook. He's mm-hmm. like, look, Emily, like nothing is worth this. We'll find other ways to pay for college. You don't have to go to Danby. And you don't have to swim. You don't have to swim and don't even think about the scholarship. And like the relief that Emily feels, she just hugs your dad and like cries and like, thank God. Because I just didn't want to see bad things happen to Emily. No, she's been through enough. Yeah, she really has. Yeah. Hannah's pissed, which I'm so confused about. I'm not. Ashley's cleaning out the fridge. She's getting rid of everything that she bought for Tom. And Hannah comes home. She's like, why are you doing this? And Ashley explains that Tom left. And like, here's the thing. And I blame Ashley for this, too, because it's like he stayed. Hannah was so get out. No one wants you here. Go back to your family. Like for so long, she was playing that game. He stayed just long enough to give her hope that they were going to be a family again. And then he he left. Yeah. And Ashley let that happen. And didn't hide it from Hannah. And I think that that's like. When Ashley admits that she let told him Tom say bye to, to Hannah, leave. though. Yeah, he's gonna call you. Is what she said. Like you should have given him the opportunity. I mean, he should have called Hannah then and yeah. been like, "Hey, I'm leaving. Like, you know, I'll be in front of the house if you want to come say bye." But like, she should have given Hannah the opportunity to say goodbye to her father because who knows when she'll see him again. But also, she should have asked him to leave a long time ago. Like, I I know Ashley's hurting, but you are Hannah's mom, and like. Hannah's the kid and you have to protect her from these things and you didn't do your job. Right. Sorry. And so Hannah tears up the save the date and is pissed and storms out. Yeah. And and Ashley says like, listen, I started to know mm-hmm. how Isabel felt when he was seeing her and he was still with me. Like what a piece of shit Tom is though. Yeah. For real. And Hannah's like, who fucking cares about Isabel? Whatever. Cause she said, can't see the forest for the trees. But while we're going to go back to Spencer and Aria and Emily's room while they're there, Ezra calls Aria He's in the lobby of the hotel. Why? The why hospital. The, why are you, or sorry, the hotel, the hospital. Why are you in the lobby of the hospital? Seriously. Aria's not in the hospital. Yes, she is. She's not in the hospital like Emily is. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't need to be here. Yeah. Like, and you're at this point stalking her. It's too much. Take read the hint. The she doesn't want to see you. Yeah, read the room. Exactly. So she goes down to see him and she's just like filling him in and he's like, can you come over? He and keeps right, asking. I know he's so desperate. I mean, literally play hard to get when, when he was playing hard to get Arya could not get mm. enough and now vice versa. Yes. And then Jason calls her in the middle of this conversation. Like right. When he's like, do and you want to come lies over? to Ezra. She says, it's just my dad. Oh, but why then, do you feel the need to lie? Yeah. Arya? Is it because you think you're doing something uh-huh. wrong? Is it because you're having impure thoughts? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Ezra so. gets up, kisses her, which I'm like, excuse me. We are in the, we are in people public. don't know yet. No. And Wayne could have been there. Mm-hmm. We think Arya's going to like, because Arya stands up to end mm-hmm. the conversation. So I'm like, Arya's going back up to the room. As soon as Ezra leaves, Arya sits back down and like thinks about the fact that Jason called yeah. her. <laughs> She's like, do I call him back? Gosh, my life is like a movie. <laughs> like, I just know that's what she's thinking. Oh my gosh. Hannah has a bad bitch moment that reminds me of something I would do. Mm-hmm. She storms up to the man in the car. She's had a long day also. <laughs> yeah. She had sex with Caleb. She's had a skin kind of a day. Um, <laughs> she like storms up to the car, the guy that's been watching Caleb, and she's like, get lost. Okay. There are people here who love Caleb and we're going to protect him from you. And he knows what you're doing. Okay. And like, mm-hmm. you need to go. And she walks in front of the car, bold for someone who's been hit by a car <laughs> to just walk in front of a bad man's <laughs> car and just assume you won't get hit. And then we see that the guy is like on the phone with someone and he's like, look, I think he knows I'm tailing him and he doesn't want to see you. 
So it's not a cop. Mm-mm. Who who wants to see Caleb? I think his mom. I was thought he dead. was alone in the universe. You know. And then the last thing we find out is that because Spencer cannot stop going through this damn autopsy, I'm surprised it took her this long to realize that page five is missing, and that she's like, I definitely didn't drop it. Which I'm like, why? Why are we so certain? I know. I'm like, I would be like, I must I'd have like, dropped Fuck. it. I- if I haven't noticed, I've been looking at the autopsy, combing through it for probably hours now. I think I'd know if page five is missing. If mm-hmm. I'm like Spencer and I pay attention to detail, I'd know. Yeah, I would be stressed. I would be stressed what's on page five. Then we get a quick glimpse of the royal family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does In look Rosewood like Times Square. <laughs> Prince Harry and William. Hannah and Caleb are sitting on the curb. Sit somewhere else i'm <laughs> sure there's a bench around there there is they've sat on it before like why are we sitting on the curb and also the scene starts there's a car that pulls away and reveals them. so they're like they're just like in the road kind of mm-hmm. their legs are just in the road and they're Again, just watching like yeah they're just watching like complete families and they're like we don't why have can't it be that us? like yeah why can't it be us exactly and they're commiserating on that but it's a sweet moment and i'm so here for the halib content yeah and then we get our AC. Yes, I remember this AC scene so vividly. Uh, it's this janitor eating fucking Oreos in the morgue over gross. dead bodies, and yeah. he's taking the trash out in the morgue. So what kind of trash is that? Toenail clippings of dead bodies. Ooh. Ooh, it's Halloween. <laughs> oh my gosh! If you're listening to this, it's Halloween week. Happy freaking Halloween! What are you being for Halloween? Yeah, and so. We didn't get to the biggest okay, part sorry, of Okay, sorry, so the A scene. <laughs> this janitor is eating. You're like, it's A, the janitor. <laughs> and um, the janitor leaves. And one of the bodies. Well, what we see, as the janitor is taking out the trash and biting into the cookie, we see one of the bodies, like, leg move in the back. Oh, you're right. And, and so then, it's like, what was yeah. that? And he kind of looks. And then he's like, whoop. And then he leaves. He leaves, and one of the bodies that we think maybe is dead, but now do we know that it's dead? Just sits right up, and then has a fit of the awkward moment. You just said one of the bodies that we think is maybe dead, but now we know being dead. (laughs) What? (laughs) Might not be dead. Uh, Sits right up and has. It's almost definitely not dead. Actually, (laughs) might not be dead. I think I know. Anyway, whatever. It sits up, and then it flings off the sheet. Yeah, you made a Phantom very of the good opera. reference. Is very Phantom, and that's the episode. R.I.P. That is the freaking episode. Okay, so Phoebe and I recorded two whole episodes on wedding week, and that's how much we love you. Our parents begged us not to. They did, <laughs> but that's how much we love you, and we love doing this. So, and we literally, yeah, we're, our next episode is going to be on Zoom too. But so, and then the following week we'll be doing season two episode nine picture mm-hmm. this and aria looks in love with jason she does she looks pretty she looks like a porcelain doll okay so the you synopsis. always say that about her <laughs> well she does since jason came back to rosewood there have been questions of, oh it's kind of your turn actually because lily did it it's okay. okay i did the recap okay you're right you're so lucky <laughs> since jason came back to rosewood there have been questions about him some don't trust him and are suspicious of his motives for returning while others, <coughs> Aria, see him in a different light. Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer are no different. Okay, girl, give us nothing. Um, yeah, last last synopsis, they gave us spoilers. And this, this synopsis, week, it's they like, said crumbs. Yeah. Crumbs. They gave us a whole meal, now they're giving us crumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, yeah. so we love you guys. Keep sending in. I didn't post the advice thing until we were like well into the episode. So keep sending us situations because I would love to like 
have a little advice column, yeah, even really though fun. we don't give great advice. We're going to give horrible advice. But, but it's just like fun. It'll be fun for us. We want to hear about your lives. Yeah. Um, and also the thing that helps us the most, you guys, is rating and reviewing us on iTunes and on Spotify. So please go do it. And even um, if you listen on Spotify, you can review on iTunes. Yes, you can. I think you just have to listen to like 30 seconds and we trust you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> go rate us, review, please tell all your friends um, and we will see you. Bye.